Welcome to episode 47 of The Gentleman's Breakfast. Joined as always by my dear friend Seamus. Excited to be back, as always. Bright and early here at 1845. You couldn't have a raspier voice. You know, uh, it felt clearer earlier when we were talking, um, but it fits my personality, I guess. Mm. So I, I hope it doesn't bother the listeners too much. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, if you're hearing that scratching, you know, it's not your speaker system. <laughs> um, it's it's just the general pain of my existence. You want to address the elephant in the room? Fire away. If you were to host an event for 12 <laughs> people to wake up at 7 a.m. and build up for about half a year and then tell everybody to show up at 7.20 sharp. Not if I were to. I did do that. And then show up an hour late. And you gave the whole an hour late. And you gave the whole oh, my alarm didn't go off. <laughs> you want me to believe that? I showed up ten minutes late from your tea time. Yes. So you showed up at what eight o'clock? Says the man who okay two nights before we go out there. You're like, hey, you have to lie to everybody about what time they need to be there at. Oh, I agree with that. So you're measuring me off of like fifteen minutes before you're artificially. Inflated fucking time. There was three groups that went off. Yours was the last group. Did you make the tea time on time? No, I did not, and I'm ashamed of that, Seamus. Would you say? But we don't need to be saying that I was an hour fucking late. I was ten minutes late. Would you say that's one of the most embarrassing things you've done? I would say that I pushed through adversity, and in light of what happened, which was all my fault, I did a hell of a fucking job coming back there. Yeah, it was a great event. It's it gets better and better with time. It's like a fine wine. I had a good time. I'm glad that someone in the immediate family could win the 5,000 Laotian Kip, unlike last year when one of your, you know, dipshit sales bros won it that we, <laughs> that we don't know. And we don't know where that currency's going. It's just floating around the world now from when he won it. Yeah. <clears throat> now at least we got someone that we care about. That's true. That's true. No, very well done event. Can't wait for the next one. Uh, it's interesting as time gets longer and as we get older. How all the guys were like, oh no, I've blocked off eight to nine hours for this event. I was surprised. Usually there's a little drip drab. Uh, of yeah, usually we lose a lot of people. To have that many guys at the bar for that much longer after the event was that. Uh, well, I was selective. I was selective this year. Yeah. Um, I waited a little bit later. I could only get three tea times. Let me make that clear. I was only able to procure three tea times. Was I upset when I learned that I was not able to get a fourth tea time? No. I don't need that many people. I don't have 16 friends. Yeah. I have 12 at best. At best. Yeah. That was a good event. Um, uh, so we we really, we were uh, creaming the crop there. It was a good time. And, you know, I'm glad that we're able to open the episode for anybody who doesn't, you know, jerk you off every weekend. Uh, we're talking about the the Turner and regulation, uh, the golf event that we had back there. Yeah, our listeners know that to expect a load of medium. Sure, they they don't expect a lot of context these days. <laughs> um, now that you don't say the word context every other paragraph like you used to. <laughs> yeah, that was which the I phase. I don't yeah I don't miss that phase at all. I gotta tell you. Would you like to lead with something else? Well, uh, you know it's an important topic. Um, 
It's far-reaching. It's something that's easy to do, right? Mm. But it's a big problem in the world. We all need to talk to our mothers more. Yeah, sure, I'd say that. And, you know, if you haven't, feel free to pause this. Give her a call. Meaningless noise. Give her a fucking call. Why? Because I cannot stand listening to a middle-aged woman blather on about fucking nothing next to me again for, for another second. When does this happen? Oh, uh, you know, just any time that a middle-aged woman has the opportunity to talk to somebody. Uh, they will just, just, what comes out of their mouth is just fucking nothing. Like, what their son's doing, what their daughter's doing, you know, whatever. And it's just, it's fucking sad, because mm. you know nobody's listening to it. So you need to, we gotta take this all upon ourselves. Like, treat others as you want to be treated. And talk to your mother as you don't want to have to hear another mother talk to you. So you, you want to by everybody spearheading their own problem and talking to uh-huh. others. We're not going to have it drip into their common conversation. So like if their son or their daughter can address them yeah. talking aimlessly, they won't have to do that in public. Fucking talk her out. Like we all have some stuff. Like we all have some nothing to do during the week. Do some dishes. Do the laundry. All you gotta do is say, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, and then. But you don't think that's just loading up your mom when she sees her friends and says, "Oh, this is what Jake's." Oh uh, no, she's gonna be talked out. She's gonna be like, "Oh, I've already gotten the updates out." <laughs> when did you have this revelation? I was sitting at the bar at the airport, minding my own fucking business, and this woman is just piping up in my ear about how one of her sons. Uh, you know, was married, doing great, whatever. And the other son just, you know, he went through one girlfriend, then he went through another one. He's like, oh, no, then I don't like that one, you know, and then we're going to do that. And then, you know, it's always like, oh, well, then we went to Tahoe. Oh, great place, great place. Um, you know, I don't really like olives. Like, I decided the other day. Um, and you're just getting this piped straight into the right ear, and it's like, it's on you to put fucking headphones in to avoid. Yeah, but that's severely rude. I almost said something very aggressive to the woman. And then I stepped back and I thought, you know what? Her children don't love her. And she doesn't need this from me right now. No. Um, uh, and that, and then that's when I, I realized that's that That's kind of like all parents, it's right? Really, like, it's really on all of us. Do you think to, that's just something we don't understand because we haven't had children? Oh, 100%. But still, I'm trying to... Solve the symptom, not the, you know, the root cause here. So you're, you're going to spearhead this. You're going to... I'm going to call my mother right after the show. No, that's good. Tell her uh, I said hello. Yeah. She's a nice person. Right off the back of that, while I was at the airport there, that was also when I realized that whether men's carry-on luggage is destroying the universe. <laughs> like just nice briefcases? No, it, it looks like a briefcase, but it's not. It's, you know... You know, it's the, like, uh, it looks like it should be a shoulder bag or something. Yeah, yeah. Quasi-sports bag, but it's leather. Louis Vuitton on it or something. That is just the... mm. I mean, in another time, I would say something uh, that would be homophobic uh, about that type of luggage. 2018, can't do that. 
Not only can I not do that, I don't want to do that. Mm. Progress. Uh, luggage should either carry electronics or have wheels. Doesn't do either. It's not. It's not efficient. It's pretty sly of you to sneak in an airport store without mentioning the airplane. It's pretty good. But yes, uh, it seems to be an issue. We don't talk about travel anymore. This is just things that happened yeah. to me in my life. Um. So transition from luggage. Unless you have some more tidbits. No, no, no. Go on. Hang on. Flip right off that. Like it never happened. <laughs> so last night we went and saw our first movie together. Me and uh, the girlfriend. First time that you've ever seen a movie together? First time I've ever seen a movie together. You ever like been out to a movie together? Been ever out to a movie. So, for before we tip off, you know, everybody's got their little own idiosyncrasies about going to the movies. She's like, we, we got to get there early. I was like, okay. Some people are like, we got to have popcorn. Popcorn. Got to have butter on it. Yeah. Got to have the junior mints. True. True. I got to see the trailers. Yeah. That's a good one. So we get we, we get in the vicinity. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like a lot of that's faded away though with like the Netflix stuff, right? Like, People don't have their particulars anymore because people can see whatever they want at home. True. So I mean, well, when, when, when you're going out to see a movie, it's very rare, and it's generally a movie that you're really excited about seeing. So what film did you see? A Star is Born, the Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper movie. Um, Who was excited about seeing that one? I was actually excited about it. I'm, I mean, I don't know if you know, but Stephanie's, Stephanie's a close friend of ours. We've met Stephanie before, so I was excited to see... Her, uh, yeah, we we saw movie. her once when we were blitzed out of our minds. Yeah, so I consider her a friend. Uh, so we grabbed and, Sa- and one of our friends, Shaisa, into paying three hundred dollars to see her. Yeah, it's a different story. Um, great story. But she's a great performer. So uh, how well she performed that night, I was like, let's go see how she does acting. Yeah, I'm sure this would be good. And- Is that similar to the the morning after we met her, we performed one of the greatest episodes of this show of all time. I failed the turn on the audio equipment properly. I think you're mixing up stories, but not the morning after, because it was a Sunday night show. Whatever, it was... It was in this time frame. Yeah. Anywho, we get there early, we eat some sandwiches, we sit down, and the theater we go to is like an old school theater. It only has about 50 seats in there. The Kabuki? No. Uh, Presidio Theater or Marina oh. Theater. The one near the CVS. Real old school. But yeah. it's like tiny. There's like six rows in there. And adamant about getting in there 15 minutes early. I'm like, you realize they don't start running the credits or the yeah, yeah. the previews for like five minutes. The other after. time, and then the movie doesn't start until 15 minutes after that. Yeah. She's like, we got to get a seat. I was like, okay. okay. So she's rocking it up there. I'm like, well, and I go immediately to the concession stand. She's like, yeah. what are you doing? I'm like, got to get Sour Patch Kids. Maybe Might some nachos. Well. Maybe some popcorn. Yeah. When else are you going to buy weird stuff like that? <laughs> My favorite. I used to work at the concession stand. And let me tell you, pro tip, only buy something that comes in a package. <laughs> So the popcorn, I saw two to three people in front of me order popcorn. Every time they said, you want butter? They sheepishly go, <coughs> please. Everybody wants butter. A large popcorn was seven bucks. An extra large was eight bucks free refills. Why, why doesn't everybody go extra large free refills? I was 18 years old and I had to be instructed that at the end of the night, uh, you know how the hot dogs are on the roller? Mm-hmm. So when they're done on the roller, you put them in the bun, you put them in a little warmer underneath. At the end of the night, there's a few down there in the warmer. That's good beef. That's an all beef, all beef frank. Uh, Someone just attempted to call me. These telemarketers yeah. can fuck so, off. So anywho. Uh, but the corporation is like, you know, 
I'll be fucked if I'm losing this. I'll be Frank. Yeah. So it's your job, theater employee, to <laughs> remove the hot dog from the warmer. The end of the night, open up the foil. Mm. Take a set of tongs, or you use your hands if you want. Who gives a fuck? Nobody's <laughs> checking you. Take that Frank out. You throw it back into the Frank bucket. <laughs> you, you, you throw away the bun. Because we don't keep the bun. We only need the beef here. And then those get run the next day. That's and so gross. It's the only time in my life that a manager has informed me this is legal under FDA uh, policy. Ugh. They had to tell me that in advance. And that was my least favorite job right next to having to fish a pickle out of a bucket for people. Mm. Um, Warm memories of the movie theater. That's a good hot dog story. Uh, <laughs> so we get in the theater, sit mm-hmm. down. We got a good spot. She wants to take a selfie. And she's like, well, this is the first of many things. You know, I don't know when we're going to gonna." I'm like, I am not taking a selfie in a movie theater. You haven't established a social media policy with her yet? I'm like, it's a movie theater. We're not We're not doing this. We get going to watch the movie. Movie turns out to be very, very good. Sure. Very sad. And in- oh, you skipped right over the part where you took the selfie. She took it. No. I refused. Uh, she took it. I refused. You were in it. Yeah, well, she couldn't get full frame, so I was happy. <coughs> okay. Small wins. Sure. Uh, the movie starts getting pretty heavy at the end. And I start getting one of these, you know, hand grabs. Like, this is yeah. an emotional moment. Let's share it together. Next thing I know, wiping tears. She's crying. I actually fought back tears. Yeah. Pretty There's emotional some, movie. Some waterworks going. But you walked out of there. There was people just a wreck. Yeah, I've never seen a movie where people are like actually taken by. People it. were emotionally impacted by. It. Yeah, were they destroyed or was it more of an uplifting kind of thing? Saddened, but like like a modern day like reality of like the storyline because uh, they had they had made you invest just enough yeah. in the characters that uh, you felt for it. I have to tell you, I could not give less of a fuck of what happened in this movie. Um, but I do want to draft up um, for you and your wife a mm-hmm. social media policy, like a contract. You guys could sign it, and it will say, under no circumstances, will you force me to engage in social media, or you can pack your shit. Yeah, that if you could write up that policy, that'd be good. Yeah, it will say just say those words, and then speaking yeah. of wife. So I have notoriously been all, all over all of our friends about when they get engaged, when they're getting married, yeah. things of that nature. Well, one in particular. Right. I don't know if he's listening or she's listening. <laughs> Doubt it. Um, but the majority of our friends now, I would say better half, are really at the tipping zone, have, fa- have fallen on the sword now. Yeah, I mean, it's... we got a couple weddings lined up, which is also making the girlfriend really unabashedly <laughs> ask about marriage, when that's going down. Uh, things of that nature. Direct questions? Lightheartedly direct questions. And, uh... Oh, come on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's impressive. I'm not really dodging them. Don't spoil the fun. Even enough to be like, if I were to get a ring, one of these conflict-free diamonds would be ideal. Well, as we referenced to begin with, one of our friends in particular... This is one of the few times where it really works to our advantage. You point things over that way. You're like, hey, look at this. Distance makes the heart grow fond. 
Mm. You know? Yeah. Uh, like, like, let's not rush this. Yeah, I may have to check let's in with him to, to get some tips, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're 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 gonna be okay because you know, buy what? a coffee grinder, whatever, or like a French press. Yeah, no just... French... What I realize is like I've got the ultimate car because I've said multiple times to you. At any point, you can propose to me. <laughs> but it's my ultimate chip of like, well, what? I'm like, like, well, there's a couple other items we haven't addressed that I would like to see right. happen more frequently. Have you heard the terms of the dowry? Mm-mm. You don't know what a dowry is, do you? No, I've heard the I've heard the word. <laughs> a dowry would be an uh, a historic term, uh, which would be when you uh, became betrothed to a woman. Uh, the family would pay you money. Oh yes, and goods, things, you know, what? Yeah, they talked about that shit in the Bible. So um, I should ask that question? The look of bewilderment on your face. If I could just bottle it up and use it, Put it on. in dark times at work, my God. Yeah. Um, I should ask that. <coughs> yeah, you should ask that. But yeah, so I mean, that, that's what, that's where the current state is. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's... Well, you know, speaking of weddings, uh, I was surprised recently uh, when we were all out that going to a black tie wedding one of the most fun weddings i've been to in my entire life and yeah i was wearing a fucking tuxedo i think it was because of the combination of people there yeah and the status of i think that's a sweet spot that nobody had kids yet yeah and it was a, a good number of our friends and you know was it uh distance makes the heart grow fonder a couple of our friends that have moved away recently that are, were there so it was an opportunity to see them we're all in one location very well done very well done cocktail hour very impressive with the cocktail the hour, whole thing the space in time i've been to very few weddings that had a pre-planned after party um not to say that the reception itself was tame i mean you can't get drunk in utah you invite some of those bolder idiots out there and i mean they were spitting whiskey in each other's mouth there's photos of that uh, and and I stuck to my long-standing policy of total scorched earth. That tuxedo did not make it back home. What'd you do with it? I rented it from the website, uh, and the hotel almost lost it. So I felt what they owed me was to deal with it afterwards. So I left the box on my bed, threw the tuxedo in that, and then drove home. Do you think it got? I mean, you've you've had bad luck, not bad luck, or just bad. I have no idea. Suits before that tuxedo served its purpose. If I get a bill for that tuxedo, I'll be okay with it. Huh? How do you feel that the hotel faulted you there? It didn't really, uh, but they did. They were very perplexed that I had sent a package there. Oh, you had ah, interesting. Mm, yeah, they had trouble locating it. There was a little bit of panic there for a moment. Um, last week I learned that, uh, some of the bands that I listened to, one band in particular that I went to go and see a concert for, um, that that's just basic white girl music. What? Because I went to a concert with one of my buddies. What's the name of the band? And I get there, my buddy and I... Only two dudes hanging out, trying to see the concert. Everyone else is coupled up. Were they at least or your age? White girls going up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, all older. 
But that that doesn't make it better. You're going to reveal the band? Hozier. Oh, the dude? Yeah. He's good. Irish Jesus. Yeah, he's good. Um, Wordsmith. Not a concert worth seeing. Uh, Mm -mm. He only has one album. Really? Only one, huh? Uh, He, like, one or two songs he performed very well. Uh, In his encore, he led with the Destiny's Child cover. And that's when I really knew that. Interesting. I don't know that. It was a great cover. <laughs> Question for you. As I popped in, is there any more of that? Uh, no, other than just that it was awkward and couples were trying to pork right near me uh, in the general admission area there. Really? Yeah, there were just people just getting on. I mean, it's soulful music, right? Interesting. Uh, like I, I, had to relo- I had to relocate my but so like rubbing up on your shoulder a couple times because it looked like there was going to be penetration. Wow, good for those people. Uh, I mean, I guess. I when I kicked into your kitchen here today, uh, I saw some remnants of two plates with looked like some nice Italian dinner. Was there a female over here? Oh no, no. Well, yes, but had nothing to do with nice Italian dinner. Uh, I, I'm sure that you all saw remnants of a couple pizza boxes. You got wine. Five or six 12-packs of Sierra over there in the corner. I mean, just nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, th- this is just like the friction of living, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you saw a couple points there. I had some Whittle Star. Hmm. No, put that down myself. Uh, getting older here, and I get the spicy pie. And, Harper, uh, Tom's? Oof. Okay, I might need to back off on the spicy food. Just that's tough. That is aging right there. Um, should we get to the next uh, report card? Let's get another report card. You got a scale for us? Uh, I don't off the top of my head. I'm gonna reach on a scale of movies, date movies, date movies. Yeah. I'm going to write you from, at the very bottom, I'm going to say it's probably, what's the uh, movie where they all fucking sing? Grease? No. Yes. That would be a great one. That wasn't what I was thinking of, but that works perfectly. Grease is a zero. Okay. Ooh, you don't like Grease? Yes. Best date movie. But you can only really play it in the holidays. Love Actually. I watch that movie once a year. It always gets a win. If there's a female around or not. I'll actually give you a pretty... I'm going to rate you a Manchester by the Sea. I've not seen that. That's a dark fucking movie. but I, 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 I haven't seen it, but I know that it's a dark fucking movie. A little context before... Does anybody kill themselves during that movie? Earmuff's girlfriend. Is that spoilers? Earmuff's girlfriend. Before the girlfriend came around, I invited this other girl to see a movie. I'm like, hey, you want to see Manchester by the Sea? She goes, yeah. We start watching. Has it been that 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 movie came out that long ago? Yeah, two and a half years ago. Or, or, you and the wife have been seeing each other that sh- that briefly. Yeah, that briefly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we some went, of our friends are you know taking their time, letting their relationship season a little uh, bit. But yeah, you, you're you're Manchester by the Sea, where you you expect like a lighthearted uh, movie. You get in there. You expect that? 
No, I, I knew it was going to be yeah, that Yeah, you see one. the fucking trailer. It looks like someone's about to blow their fucking brains out. <laughs> she didn't know that. I'm a dark person, and I watched it, and I was like, that might be too dark for me to watch. It was... Yeah, it was pretty... There was people, they were gasping. <gasps> <gasps> that was like five or six audibles of this. So I think that's what... I think a lot of people think that way when they speak to you. It's like... Yeah. How, how can somebody be this dark when life is so beautiful? You know what? You know what I'm going to read you? And look, this specific reference might not win, but I feel like I can bring it back around. And, it, you know, if there are any females on the mic here, uh, you know, shoot me a text uh, if you get this one. But uh, If you lasted this long. It's a little film that Kirsten Dunst was in called Wimbledon. And uh, spoilers, at the end of it, she wins when Wimbledon. Uh, and, you know, there's a male involved. They play tennis together, whatever. It's a terrible fucking movie. Um, but you can sit through it. And if you have to pick, you know, you got to pick, like, certain movies that are going to be, like, a, you know, a give in these kind of relationships. Um, if your female is into that kind of thing. Uh, and this is something that, like, it's awful, but you can grit your teeth through it, and it's okay. And you can watch it again and again and again. And it's still going to be just as bad, but it's not going to make you want to off yourself. And that's you. Uh, I'm going to get a lot of the same, but I'm going to be able to grit my teeth and, you know, bear through it. What keeps you coming back, though? Uh, oh, because you're forced to by somebody else. Uh, which So that would you say that's our relationship? You're just, Or is it just convenience? Or I'm one of the few people that tolerate you? Or... What would you? You let me slip it in, which is that's what keeps you coming. Back. Mm. And with that, that is the forty seventh episode of the Gentleman's Breakfast. Thanks for coming out. Till next time.